This is the Otome Challenge Podcast. Today is stage four of Sweet Fuse at Your Side for the PlayStation Vita uh, with myself, Brandon, and our co-host, Michelle. Often I joke about it at the end of the podcast, but we always appreciate uh, likes, comments, uh, subscribing, following, becoming a listener, uh, whatever at your podcast app of choice. Michelle, welcome back to the Atomes of Life, where I'm extremely disappointed this week. It's your own fault. <laughs> you know, you warned me. You I warned did. me last week that after coming down such a high, such I a warned good you one that you shouldn't pick this boy, but you did anyway. No, listen, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not. Ugh. Before, before we start blaming the boy. Let's remember we can't fault the boy for the creator's horrible choices in designing this game. No, I understand that because I recently played an Otome game where Best Boy had objectively the worst route possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he's a good boy underneath it. I don't believe that Mitarashi is a good boy underneath all this. Yeah, see, but we got so... Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm jumping ahead. We get so much good backstory on Mitarashi. Do we? I can't... Yes, we get, look, this is just nothing but love and admiration for Midorashi, and that's about the only good thing I can say. But we gotta clear up the elephant in the room first. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, Manscaping has not contacted me for a sponsorship deal. (sighs) Thank God. Uh, So we do have to try to uh, weasel our way into a sponsorship with another company. We don't have to. We have to, Michelle. That's what podcasts do. And and we have a new not sponsor who hopefully after this this wonderful uh, free advertising I'm about to provide. For you them, shouldn't we'll just... give people free advertising. That's bad business. No, it's free the first time, and then when they see the benefits of the free advertising, then they'll come back and pay. It's like a free trial. Um, You're devaluing your time. Uh, it's kind of like Netflix, you know, you get that first free seven days or whatever, and then, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then you get all mm-hmm. those, then you got to pay for it because you just can't not know what happens in season four of Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's my strategy. But, uh, and the other thing I'm going to clear up now is I've been calling each episode week one, week two, week three. That's a misnomer because I don't think it's possible to do it every week anymore <laughs> with our schedules. I'm just going to start mm-hmm. calling them stages, like the game does, stage four, stage five, because mm-hmm. I don't think every week is possible now with our schedules, just the way things have been turning out. Yeah. So, that's the, uh, I guess the, uh, I don't know, the business portion of the podcast. But now we're going to get to the real business portion of the podcast, and I have got some things to say about stage four. So I think when we left off, um, we had just had Urabe die, uh-huh. quote unquote die. He's missing in action at the very least. Mm-hmm. And everybody's kind of bummed out and Mitarashi came and said, hey, don't tell anybody, but I'm kind of bummed too. <laughs> you it's know. not manly to be sad. <laughs> it's not manly to be sad. Hold your feelings inside and don't let anybody see them. That's the man way. Mm-hmm. Um, so now to start off stage four, we wake up and Saki, mm-hmm. oh yeah, and Mai was with us too. Saki wakes yeah. up with Mai 
And she just suddenly is like, hey, it's it's kind of nice. I kind of wish I had a little sister. Which, man, would this be awkward if we were dating Shirabe? It is awkward when you date Shirabe. <sighs> Does she say the same stuff Like if you're dating Shirabe, even though you're probably going to be her mom? I mean, I think if... Any, yes, she does remark about her being like a little sister, but by the end is more of like a motherly role, which is fucked up for an 18 year old, but whatever. I just, I just feel like that's super awkward. Um, Mai says, Mai also makes the comment that they're like sisters. So Mai's on board with the sisterly role. Mm -hmm. Um, A picklet comes in and brings a giant breakfast spread, Uh, but Saki is too worried about Mitarashi. From yesterday. He took the big brunt of the explosion, and even though he's been supposedly, like, tended to by the piglets while they were chowing down at the Alice in Wonderland buffet or whatever the hell they were at, um, obviously he's still in bad shape. She's worried about him. And Mai's worried about him, too, because that's that's yeah. her big bro, you know. Brainwashed like, civilians are not doctors, turns out. Yeah, yeah, apparently they didn't do a very good job. Uh, she's worried about the best boy, too, so... We say fuck breakfast and make the piglet sad, but we give them the breakfast, so they're okay with that. I guess they don't get fed very often. Yeah. Um, They go to Mitarashi's room. And of course, he's in pain because he's the best boy, and we have to feel some sympathy for the best boy because that's how writing works. And uh, he says, they go in, he's in pain. He says, damn, now I got little girls worrying about me? How the mighty have fallen. So, I can't believe uh, you call him best boy after this shit. <laughs> you know what? He's in pain. I'm going to be a little more tolerant. He's not realizing what he's saying. You know, yeah, one of the symptoms of pain is misogyny. <laughs> I love that for him. Inadvertent misogyny. Mitrashi uh, can have little misogyny as a treat. <laughs> <laughs> Pain-driven misogyny. And then he also says, don't be such a girl. About checking up on him. Uh, again. Maybe he's maybe the piglets have given him some medicine and he's not in the right mindset. I don't think they have it. <laughs> if the, uh, I think if they had like morphine or anything of the sort, we wouldn't be in this situation. Uh, while he's inadvertently being misogynist, the rest of the boys walk in and said they could hear Mitarashi crying from in the hallway. So he's been having a hard night. Uh, Shirabe and Mai kind of just have an awkward moment where I guess they are still not on good terms with each other. They just kind of like, Shirabe just kind of looks at her and Mai just kind of like, eh, I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mitarashi just dunks on Shirabe for some reason. Even though he's in pain, he's still able to pull through and become best boy for a moment and just dunk on Shirabe. Mitarashi says, Dear Mm -hmm. damn Shirabe, I thought wisdom was supposed to come with age. All you gotta do with kids is be nice to them. That's all you gotta do with kids. Yeah. (laughs) You don't have to feed them. You don't have to love them. There's nothing else to it. Yeah, you don't have to send them to school. You don't have to raise them. You don't have to teach them right from wrong. You just gotta be nice to them. Let them do whatever. Be nice. Great parenting advice from a non-parent. Yeah. Shado suggests Mitarashi stay behind for today's game, and Mitarashi's pissed, and I'm pissed at this suggestion. I get a choice. 
it's at this point I'm starting to have a bad feeling about this chapter. I get a choice that says stay behind and take care or prioritize the game. Now, I'm trying to get in Mitarashi's pants. So oh God. I'm going to favor taking care of Mitarashi, even though I know that's stupid. So I said stay behind and take care of Mitarashi. I get the heart bomb. I guess I made the correct choice. You did, yeah. Mitarashi is thankfully reluctant. To agree with that suggestion. Shido agrees that he should stay, that I should stay behind and take care of Mitarashi, me being Saki. Shido was worried about the group too. Shirabe is more than glad to leave Mai with us. I don't know why I wrote that. I feel like I left something out there. Uh-huh. Shido was worried about the group too. I guess he was worried about Mitarashi bringing down the group by coming along. We have to take care of him the whole time. And, and, and Shirabe just kind of piggybacks off of that. It was just like, yeah, Mike can stay here too because I don't want to take look at a girl, look at my own girl while I'm gone. Which honestly, that makes sense though. I just think yeah, she's funny. like four. We can't we can't I put just, her in the death game. <laughs> I just think it's funny. He immediately just like always looks for a way to get rid of Mike, even though this time it makes sense. Mitarashi says, "Oh my God, I'm surrounded by moms." Hmm. Uh. Oh, yeah, Mayoshi says people restrict themselves in games all the time. And Wakasa's an idiot. Wakasa's an idiot and says whoa man, TMI. <laughs> yeah. So Wakasa can't think of anything but uh, uh, but sex in this moment even though he was making a comment. We don't, about, we don't have to go there. He's 14 in the original release. We is he really? Yeah. yeah, well, Wakasa's going through puberty right now. So he's only thinking about sex. And then Wakasa and Saki agree that Shido and Mitarashi are acting like bros now. So Shido and Mitarashi are, since Chapter 2, have been very um, bro, I guess, with each other. They're kind of best buds, even though they don't really say it out loud. You just kind of tell in their behavior. Mm-hmm. So that's, 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 that's... That's 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 when I know this chapter is in trouble. They go. They leave. I'm not with them. They're yeah. doing today's puzzle without me. Mm-hmm. And I'm realizing that there is a very good chance at this point that the entire chapter is going to be me sitting in this bedroom taking care of Mitarashi. Which would be fine <laughs> because Mitarashi is best boy. Except this is going to kill the entire flow of the game. <laughs> it's supposed to be a game. It's, well, the the aspect of the game that this is, like, it's a romance game, my dude. Yeah. The, uh, the rest of it is set dressing. <laughs> I guess, but man, does this bring down my entire experience. So, we're in the long haul. We're, we're babysitting Mitarashi and Mai today. Mm-hmm. Mai offers Mitarashi some snacks from her bag. I guess Mitarashi hasn't eaten yet. He says, What kind of man would I be if I turned down such a gorgeous and thoughtful lady? Ugh. Saki says in her head, I bet he'd make a great dad. <laughs> Why? Saki, no. 
This is a bad route. And I even put right here, is this chapter going to have none of the fun and we're just babysitting with like eight exclamation points and question marks after it? Basically. I'm like, I'm realizing at this point I'm screwed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is, I will just point out, not me Rashi's fault. This is KJ Inafune's fault and his damn company's fault concept for making a well, game designed actually, like this. No, I have the opposite opinion. It is Midorashi's fault. If it were literally anybody else, I would have more fun with this. But uh, Midorashi sucks, so... It's just kind of yeah. what I was thinking. I was trying to compare it to another game, and I'm having a hard time thinking of one off the top of my head, but I was thinking of something like Danganronpa, and I can't say too much without spoiling Danganronpa, particularly V3. But there's kind of a curveball that comes in the game that completely redirects how the game is seen. Mm -hmm. And I hate curveballs that just completely take you out of the game. But mm -hmm. but you when you do that, you have to build the gameplay around the twist to keep the player involved. Instead, what this twist does, and we'll find out is take the majority of the quote-unquote gameplay elements that are in this game and just removes them from you because you're not doing anything. <laughs> but there aren't gameplay elements. <laughs> you just talk. I know. Well, that's not, though. We have, like, the bomb missions. That's like, literally you nothing. You're picking three words. That's but nothing. It's, it's something, though. <laughs> it's, it's not nothing. It's, yeah, but it's the loss of it is salt. not great. <laughs> yeah, it's not. I wouldn't, I'm never going to claim that it's the best gameplay element, that it's the only gameplay element that I get. And now I'm, I'm seeing it's not coming. But anyway, we'll see if that's true. <laughs> um... Saki says that Midorashi has a really bad fever. Mm -hmm. I guess that makes sense because he's hurt. Saki has a really dumb exchange with a piglet at this point where she can, where she nearly can't figure out how an ice bucket works. She, she talks to a piglet. She's like, Hey, m my boyfriend maybe has a fever and I need ice. And then the, the piglet somehow doesn't understand what ice is for a second. So he like motions and he eventually figures out ice bucket and like motions to be like, you want ice bucket? And she's like, what's an ice bucket going to do? Or something like that. And I'm like, I'm going to kill you, Saki, right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but she figures it out. And she gets a cloth from the piglet with an ice bucket and uses that to quell the fever. But when she gets back to, well, she's going to use it to quell the fever. She gets back mm -hmm. to the room. Midorashi and Mai are both asleep. So. They're just chilling. They're, they're, they're bro-sleeping together, I guess. Uh, Saki says he's a different kind of cute when he's sleeping. He's never been cute. He, he has never been cute. Oh, my God. So she's, 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 she's looking this man up and down while he's sleeping. I don't. He's not cute is the issue. So she pulls up a chair. I assume bedside to Midorashi and sort of plops down on it. She's tired, even though she's not doing anything in this chapter. And she reflects. She has this moment of reflection. I guess this is, I would expect this in, this, in a game like this to have a moment of reflection where you think about all the times that Midorashi has been best boy. He has never been that. He uh -huh. saved her in stage one from the harpoon or whatever that goes into his, eventually his shoulder. Does not constitute best boy, but whatever. He, uh, he tried to kill us in stage two, but that gets left out. Um, 
I think she thinks about um, the bro moment between him and Shadow when they're fighting and he figures out the earpiece thing in stage two. And then she thinks about how he saved her in the explosion in stage three. Yeah, he sucks. And then she reflects about how he trusted Urabe regardless of him being a traitor, which I would put that down more to stupidity and carelessness, but she finds that as a good trait. Yeah, pretty much. She says, I now understand why he's number one at his club. I hate this. I hate this. It's purely on um, it's purely by these traits and nothing else that he's number one at his club. Oh my god, why is nothing that? else. No physical characteristics. Nothing else. But at this point, Midarashi starts talking in his sleep. Mm-hmm. Starts remembering. <laughs> And Saki, very rudely, decides to just lean in on this. Just puts her ear right up to his mouth, oddly. Mm -hmm. There's even a CG of this. She's literally just leaning down in there. He goes, Mom. And all she can think at this point is, I can feel his breath on my ear. I'm like, no fucking shit, you can. So she's she's getting a little flustered from the breathing in the ear that she forced herself this. on him with. I hate this. I hate that, that misogyny, I guess, just really got to her earlier. Mitarashi startles awake because Saki goes to wipe sweat off his forehead after this. He's like, oh, you know, just imagine him just scaring the shit out of her even though he doesn't say that. Mm-hmm. He says he had a nostalgic dream and asks if he said anything out loud. Mm-hmm. I have a choice here. I can say, I can admit that I'm a creep and listened in on it and say, you said mom. Or I can say, nah, not really, and lie. Well, you don't have to admit that you were leaning in. To He could have said it louder than he thought. True. Fair. I said, you said mom. Correct. Got the heart bomb. Mm-hmm. Irashi says, ah, don't worry about it. Which no. is the... That is the signal from somebody that they don't want to talk about it. And you should respect that. Mm-hmm. Him being best boy. Him being in pain. Him having risked himself for you. You should give him the respect he deserves. Yeah, and but- let him lay... That's never life. how Atomic Games work. You always gotta invade people's yes. personal boundaries. Yeah. Saki decides to be a bitch and says, very rudely, asks about his mom anyway. Hidarashi correctly dunks Question. on Saki for this and says it's none of her business, which I was like, thank you. Question. Yes. Is the overarching mystery at all coming together for you at this point? The overall mystery of what aspect? I'm going to take that as a no. So it's cool. I mean, the overall mystery of who Hogstein is or... You know, it's fine. We're we're not even that deep into it. And uh, not a whole lot is revealed in this route. So if you're not clued into it yet, it might not... It just might come through for this route. 
I mean, the only, I think, who is Hogstein, and then the, there's the, uh, what's the common factor among all of us, which I think I saw another common factor mm-hmm. later that maybe, but I didn't really, it's not really the focus. It's kind of just in the background. Yeah. Um, and I'll bring that up when we get to it. Um, Saki says, well, things are awkward now because you pissed off the best boy when he told you to back off and then you asked anyway, so good job. You deserve it to be awkward. Um, but then my stop sleep talk, start sleep talking, thankfully. Um, Saki says, nothing like seeing a kid smile, is there? And he, and she doesn't say this, but I'm like, huh, future dad? Ha ha ha. Mitarashi freaks out. Yeah, this is bad. Did I say that too? We go, no, 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 we, no, no, you didn't say that. And he looks happy about that. But then that means nothing because Mitarashi just decides to open up about everything anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. So here's Mitarashi's backstory. His dream was about when his parents died. Mm-hmm. Dad was a reporter for a magazine. That's what I think is the common thread, is we've had a lot of, like, reporters involved. Like, people in the news, business, media. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing that's what it is. So I'm guessing that's the contributing factor here to the to the background among all the people chosen for this game. Okay, but, like, I, I feel like this isn't spoilers to say, think about other times in this game where a family is discussed. Let's see. We the locket person had ice cream last chapter. Um, but think about the characters in those little interludes, maybe. Okay, the little boy and the little girl and the mom and dad who who are going to the park. The dad's always working. Think about I'm that. not seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I, I, I think I was so put off by the last one, them just eating ice cream, that I just forgot everything about that. Um, no, but you said, you said all the important parts already. <laughs> oh, God, I'm going to have to look back through all that and try to piece that no, together. You, what no, what you've said in this past, like, minute, you've, like, think through, think it through again. <laughs> you, you're almost there. So the little boy and the girl are eating ice cream and and the dad is really sad that he doesn't spend more time with them. What kind of job would take you away from your children a lot of the time? I don't know, being like a doctor or being like a reporter or traveling or anything. Yeah, maybe a reporter perhaps. Yeah, like, there we go. Other? I'm there. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Is that the common thread is reporters? I guess. I don't it's know. It's part of it. I just I saw the thing about the dad here being a reporter, and I was like, we've brought this up so many times, it has to be that. But, yeah, I guess like, that's going to be the, the interlude stuff, too, now. Yeah, part of it is reporter connections, but that's not all of it, oh, essentially. So this, this reporter and his kids really like ice cream, and somehow that is the, the key to everything. <sighs> oh, my God. <laughs> You know, this isn't quite like Junko being revealed. You know, like <laughs> I would say the the ice cream is Spoilers. less important, and the setting is more important 
in this scenario. Oh, man. Michelle, I'm going to regret not picking up on that later, eventually. Especially if mm -hmm. I stream the, the extra content later. <laughs> yeah, pretty uh, much. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Dad was reported for a magazine. Midorashi liked his stories and admired him. Mm-hmm. says he wanted... He used to be a real crybaby. His mom would always cheer him up. He used to be a whiny bitch. Mm-hmm. Men can't be whiny bitches. Men have to be manly men. Mm-hmm. His mom would always say, there's nothing like seeing a kid smile. When you cry, your happiness leaks out, and soon you won't have any. Which is a really good thing to say. What a great lesson. You know, don't cry, because you'll not be happy ever again. Just hold it all in and tear yourself up from the inside. Exactly. You know? This is what, that's what leads people to become escorts. That right there. <laughs> sexy, hot, manly escorts. Just don't let your kids cry. He'll become a sexy, hot, manly escort when he grows up. Mm-hmm. His parents both died in a bus accident when he was in elementary school. Bummer drummer. Mm-hmm. Uh... Doctor said the mom had taken the brunt of the impact of a kid, which I've... This trope bothers me. I mean... Okay. How do you react fast enough to take the brunt of an accident for anybody in a car crash? Or in a bus crash, in this case. All I'll say is that this line's very important. Okay. So there's more to it. All right. So, put it away. The mom is fast enough to react to a bus crash. Got it. Mm -hmm. And save a child. Mm -hmm. He went on to live with his grandma, he being Midorashi. Went on to live with his grandma and took his mom's last name, which was Midorashi. Midorashi's the last name. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And said soon after he got into some bad stuff. So I guess also after you raise your kid not to cry, to go die in a bus crash, and then he'll become an escort. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't specify at this point what the bad stuff is. I assume the escorting is part of it. I well, assume I he means... part of it. I think the escorting is like what got him out of it. Maybe, yeah. I, I assumed it was like a path leading eventually to the escorting of bad stuff. Yeah. Uh-oh. My suddenly wakes and Midorashi's like, oh shit, we shouldn't talk about this with a kid in the room. And drops the discussion. Mm -hmm. And it's now time for my ad. For my free advertising. Michelle. Yeah. You know how important the internet is, right? Yeah. Immediate communication with people, especially during COVID. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Discord, how often have we relied on Discord to communicate with each other, have D&D &D sessions with each other, talk about the wonders of Otome with each other. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Fuck all of that. Stamps is where we're at. Snail mail is where it's at. And you know where you can get stamps, Michelle? Are you doing stamps.com? Stamps.com. Postage on demand, Michelle. What if instead of doing this Discord session, what if instead of doing this podcast live, we just mailed each other our thoughts about each chapter. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. <clears throat> It'd be really easy to propagate these letters. 
it would that. be great. And we could we could take this project and put, it would be the course of maybe like 20 years we would finish this. And we could write a book and postage that and send it to some company and they could post it. Well, not post it, publish it. It'd be great. <laughs> Never pay full price for stamps again. Eliminate trips to the post office. No more guest work. And, you know, buy fucking stamps. And maybe once in your life before you die, you actually need to use a stamp. Mm-hmm. Stamps.com. Waste your money on that shit, and that's our sponsor of the day. <laughs> okay. All right. You know, I think that was a great... I think that was a great ad. That was so far the only one I would use. Really? Oh. Yeah. I'm going to send this one to Stamps. Even though I said it was useless at the end, maybe I'll cut that part out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or I'll just leave it in, because fuck it. Um... Anyway, now we are past the ad. Mm-hmm. Later, they're just, again, just sitting in this bedroom, fucking doing nothing, just shitting around, wondering if the crew won their game because, oh yeah, our best friends, I guess, they're or our only friends at this point because we're in this hell world. Have they won their game? Are they all dead? Mm-hmm. I was kind of thinking, wouldn't you have heard an explosion if they failed? I yeah, mean, that explosion sure. would travel, right? Yeah. But uh, right as they're thinking this, Shido walks in. He's like, hey, we're okay. We live, bitch. Nothing cool happened. Nothing interesting happened either on our side, apparently. Miyoshi, the nerd, though, admits Actual that they... Boy. Actual best boy, Mayo, she says. They barely beat it. And they're all just broing on Mitarashi. They're like, oh, hey, man, you're doing good, man. Good to see you sitting up. Man, these moms taking care of you and stuff. That must have been nice, you know. They don't actually say the mom comment. Yeah. Um, The group has a bunch of to-go meals. They went, I guess, to Alice in Wonderland restaurant and just said, to-go, bitches. We got a friend in in his bed. He's probably yeah. only been fed Pockies by Maya the whole time because we're too fucking stupid to feed him. So <laughs> let's get him some to-go boxes. Um, Mayoshi rags on Wakasa for sneaking fries on the trip. It's like, hey, I saw you being a little bastard sneaking some fries. Wakasa says, I'm a growing boy. Hey, uh... I'm a widow boy, and I need my fries. No, no, no. <laughs> no. And I'm in a band, and I sing real good. Uh, he's um, like, no. Mm-mm. Mirashi starts wharfing down the food, because, again, he's only had Pockies this whole damn time. So he's just eating box after box of food, and Wakasa's a little nervous about this. He's like, uh... That's my food. Mm-hmm. Shirabe, for some reason, snips at Mai for not eating real food instead of her snacks during mm-hmm. this. Well, he, I guess she just is like, she makes a comment that's like, no, nah, I don't need food. I'll just eat my snacks. And he's like, she, he's like, shut the fuck up, Mai. Eat some real food. And, and then Saki dunks on Shirabe, but only internally, so no respect for Saki. But she does at least think this. Change starts at home. 
maybe you ought to eat fewer snacks yourself. And I was like, oh, damn. That would be impressive if you said it that loud. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah. So, Saki chickens out and just says that in her mind. But we find out that Midarashi actually ate about four-fifths of the food, and Wakasa's really sad, and I'm really happy about Wakasa being sad, because he is, in the last few chapters, he has turned into a real crybaby about everything. And he's kind of getting on the nerves. More so than he had. <laughs> yeah. The group catches up on what happened, all the fun that they fucking had without us. Mm-hmm. Um, all the gameplay that I didn't get. And the game was called Moonlight OX, and I don't really understand what game they're period, period, perioding, perioding? I don't know how you even say it. It was like Galaga or something. It's like, you know the Buzz Lightyear ride in Disney? Yeah, yeah. It's basically that. Except the weird twist is the protagonists are cow people, and it's a 3D shooter on the moon. So I was trying yeah. to think what they're even referencing. I was thinking maybe the cow level in Diablo? I don't know. Um, uh, <laughs> I, was, I had to do a double take at my notes because I thought it said Shirabe pulls out Urabe's head. And I was like, huh? <laughs> Shirabe pulls out Urabe's beads. Uh, they found it outside of Castle Hogstein, the big uh, compensation castle in the center of the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now they're suspecting that Urabe is just being held captive by Hogstein and it's actually okay. Mm-hmm. And Mitarashi is frustrated they couldn't help Urabe. It's like, where did you help him? You were, he's just in the fortress. Go get him, you know. Shido asks Saki if she feels any resentment for what Urabe did. While Mitarashi, I guess, is frustrated about all this. I get a choice. I say, I can say, mostly I'm just worried, or I was surprised. Which, there's no obvious right answer there, in my opinion, but I'm thinking I should have been worried because Midarashi was upset. So I say, mostly I'm just worried, and I get the heart yeah. bomb. Nice. Um, Wakasa goes, you know, something like, Wabi shouldn't be twisted. You can't do this voice, you can't keep doing this voice. And is just reporting back to Hogstein. Midarashi rejects this outright because Urabe saved us and we should give him the benefit of the doubt. The group turns around and admits to Midarashi that admits, admits that Midarashi is right and we should trust him because we're a team. Which, that's bullshit, but sure. I mean, it's, yeah, it is bullshit. I mean, I get, I get what kind of story this is. It's a bonding moment and all that. Like we have to, in one of these timelines, the protagonist has to date Urabe, so I get it, but also, eh. I mean, yeah, let's trust him, but I would definitely keep him tied up in his room. You know what I mean? Like, he, it would be prison life for him from this point forward, even if he was still with us. Pretty much. Although he could probably just use his crystal ball and levitate away or some bullshit, but anyway. Yeah. Um, they finish eating their one-fifth of food left, I guess, and head to bed. Wakas <laughs> uh, yep. is probably crying on the way because he only had, like, a fish stick or something. Um, Urabe says... Urabe says? 
Oh, Shirabe. I put Irabe. Oh my god, there's too many Abes in this game. <laughs> Shirabe says he can leave his door open for Mai. He's like, maybe I should try that whole being a dad thing. And Mai just dunks on daddy. Says she'd rather sleep with Saki. Yeah. Shirabe, you know, puts his head down after being dunked on and says, she loves everybody but me. I mean, true. Mai wants to stay longer with Midorashi. (laughs) And Midorashi goes, of course, catering to the whims of women is my job. No. Why is he like this? I love it. I love how awkward this is. bad. And then Saki monologues immediately after that she wants to stay too, but can't really say that out loud. I'm like, you can make up something and say, well, I'll stay with you since you're hurt and, you know, Mai wants to hang out with you. I'll just kind of hang around, you know. You can bullshit your way into this and not be too suspicious, but okay, she's too flustered to say anything. Um, So Saki makes it back to her room and decides she wants to text God, God being KJ Inafune, the, the person mm-hmm. who fucked over this game in real life. You just picked a, route, a bad route, my dude. And then she realizes as she's texting this whole thing that her message was all about Midorashi. Pretty much. Does does this mean anything? Of course it does. Mai returns and says they... She's do what? Sorry. We're still in the denial phase of the game, so... Gotcha. Gotcha. Mai returns and says they talked a lot. I told him I was good at making sandcastles, and then he told me that he was really good at making mountains um, at his shop. And I stopped for a second. I was like, what the hell does that mean? Making mountains. And I'm thinking lots of bad things that I probably shouldn't have been thinking about. Because immediately, okay. after, immediately after, they explain what making mountains is. And I don't know if this is a common thing, and I'm just uneducated about this world. Is it the, like, stacking wine glasses thing? Yes, it is. It's a drinking a drinking game at his shop. It's like a tower of champagne glasses. I guess you you pour it at the top, and then it just kind of fountains down all the champagne glasses. I guess. Mm-hmm. So I don't even want to go into what I was like. What the hell does that mean? Um, but Mirashi then tells her he'd make her one when she's older. What a thing to say to a little girl. Hey, when you're older, I'll pump you full of champagne. And then Saki says a really weird thing while I'm already thinking these weird things. Get him started young, huh, Mr. Number One Escort? I hate this. I hate this. Why did you pick him? I'm like, I didn't pick him. This isn't him that said that. This is this is Saki. Yeah, but you, that. we will only get this dialogue on this route. You picked it. <laughs> putting putting words. In Mitarashi's mouth <laughs> and making him creepier than he is. Uh, even though it was really creepy, the, the thing about the champagne glasses. Uh, Saki monologues that she feels envious of Mai. So now she's jealous of this little girl because this. she's not getting invited to move mountains with Mitarashi. I hate this. And they go to bed. And Michelle, I swear to God. That's all that fucking happens in this. 
just this, this shit on this boat with nothing happening. What the fuck? Okay, wait. The locket bullshit. Um, the shadow of doom was creeping up to our feet is the opening line of the locket bullshit. Uh-huh. And then the kids are asleep in the car and they're on their way home and dad says he's really happy to take the day off work and Michelle that in this entire chapter and I'm going insane as I'm X button going through this part because I'm like this that what the hell disaster so you can't do this you cannot I don't care if it's a visual novel and a tome I don't care if it's an action RPG you can't fucking do this what you do you mean? You can't... You have to earn taking away gameplay. There is no gameplay. There is they, No, no, no. You don't understand. The reason why this is bad is because Midorashi is not a good, like, romance option. It's not bad because the story worked in a way for the protagonist to have alone time with a love interest. It's a but romance. See, I'm mad because I didn't get, like... Gameplay elements where I have to figure out, like, what the clue was, like the, what's it called? Like, where you have to pick the word out of the You want this game clues. to be something that it isn't. But that was what, I, that was like the crumbs, that's like the crumbs for me that's holding this together. Is that occasional? Yeah, but you knew, that, you knew what this was. <laughs> I know. It's just, you know, I'm thinking, like, Yoko Taro. He does this shit in his games where he fucking takes everything that you've been playing so far and just spins it on its head and ta and sometimes takes gameplay elements away from you or changes gameplay elements and just turns the game on its head. I'm thinking of the Nier series in particular, but he does other stuff. And why is that different than this? I think Yoko Taro earns it. But they, But they did, though. It is a logical turn of events, considering the fact that he is injured, and the fact that literally the point of this game is to date a boy, giving the story a reason for the protagonist to spend alone time with him is normal. But, I don't know, I just can't, I, I just can't imagine, and maybe I'm, this is where me being new to Atome is just, this is maybe the wall. Maybe this is the point where I'm like, what What am I doing? If this is common, to me, that is a shame because to me, that seems, and it's just perspective, perspective here. To me, that seems lazy. To me, to me, if so I'm trying to think how I would do it better, and I know I don't know all the details of the story, and there may be reasons for all this. What if, like, some mystery, some, like, something happened on the ship, and, like, even though Midorashi was sick, and then we had, like, we witnessed a, you know, Shadow do something a little sly as he's going out, and then we were, we saw the piglets, like, talking or gesturing or whatever the fuck, and, like, we catch on something, and maybe Hogstein, like, slightly reveals himself, and he's making some bullshit, like, speech to his team or something. And we can, like, talk about it. You know, something... What you want is a mystery novel, not an Otome game, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, well, you know, and I'm sitting here, I'm raving on Midorashi the whole time. 
and I, I do I do genuinely think he is the most entertaining boy out of this group. He's I do super genuinely not I genuinely clever. think that. That's not even that's not the bit. The bit is me like piling on you and like getting you aggravated at it. That's the bit. But I do genuinely like him as the boy. Um I just feel like I don't know. There's substance that's lacking when you just but the strip out everything. Is the substance. Yeah, I is guess. The thing, though. I guess. Like, it's... if the thing that makes Otome games Otome games is that they are romance-centric. I guess. If they didn't have romance, and if they weren't romance-centric, they would just be regular visual novels. I guess. And maybe this is where I'm faltering, is I'm, like, trying to play it like Danganronpa or, like, Mass Effect or something. Because it's and, super like... not. It is a dating sim. It oh. is just, it's that. The rest is set dressing. I still want to be with Midorashi. I just want to have that happen in the context of a grand world. And it's just, they took all of that away and had me babysit him in a bedroom the whole time with nothing that's going on around me. That's the point you're supposed to get to know him so you can take him. And I did, and we got backstory, and I don't know. I can't explain my disappointment here. It just was, I was very disappointed. It's that you want a different game than the one that this is. So, yeah, I think so. I think that's just the, the problem that I'm having. And I'm trying to... I'm really fighting Michelle. I was, I was, I was like, I was gripping the pen as I was writing these notes. I was like, things happening. Things happening, but I'm writing stuff down. I'm, meeting, mm. I'm, I'm learning Mitarashi. He has a dead parents. He has a dead parents, yes. He has a dead parents. Reporter. Mm -hmm. Maybe ice cream means something. And lock it. Nothing else happened. Car ride. Yeah, just writing things down. Like, getting to know the background story, but... Whew, not I mean, having any background lore moving with it is just... Oof. Oof. Like, there is a mystery to be solved in this game, but you have to play all the routes to solve it, is the thing. And this is one of the routes that is earlier in the recommended turn order, where you will reveal the least about it. In this route, okay. like I believe it goes, I think Midorashi actually might be first in the turn order. It's Midorashi or Wakasa, then maybe Cop Boy, whose name escapes me, then Miyoshi, yeah. then Sh maybe Urabe, and then Shirabe is last. You learn the most about the overarching plot in his route, second to the New Game Plus route where everything is revealed. Gotcha. So when I replay these games, so you're saying maybe I'm playing the game correctly and, and going in the intended order. Pretty and much, maybe yeah. I'm a, maybe I'm an Otome professional and just don't know it, Michelle. Maybe mm -hmm. this is my hidden talent. Maybe maybe these criticisms will lead to change in the Otome style that will lead Please to a don't. better world for Please don't. <laughs> you know, would... change, change starts somewhere, Michelle. And, and, and it, I don't think it needs to come from your suggestions. <laughs> we're leading the change, Michelle. We're leading the Atome army. It's okay. The, the, it's the all right. The coalition or whatever it's called. Nope, 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 Bring it on, coalition. I'll take your criticisms of my criticism. <laughs> okay. Let's bring it on. Leave a comment in the comments below and tell me how much Michelle's wrong and how much oh, I'm wrong. I'm wrong? <laughs> Tell me how much I'm wrong, and then click the money button. Um, but that's it. I don't have much else to add than that. It's, I feel like it's a shorter episode. Maybe not, because I kind of bitched for a while at the end there. But 
Um, yeah. Just, you know, I would just adjust your expectations of what this game is. <laughs> Chapter and 3 I, was such an improvement. I came out of it going, Michelle, this wasn't bad. Which, for well, me, here's the thing. is a, is 100% A+. Here's the deal. Like, yes, there is an overarching plot and mystery. And yes, the ultimate goal is to get out alive and defeat Hoxie or whatever. And that does happen if you get the good ending. That does happen in all of the routes. However, oh. if you want to date this boy at the end, you have <laughs> to get to know him at one point. And so they're throwing you a bone of being like, here's the boy. Learn oh. about the boy so that by the end, you're justified in liking him. So like you gotta oh. you gotta take you gotta take the romance with the rest of the plot. That's sort of the whole deal. Okay, okay. I'll try. I'll try better, Michelle. I'll try better to be a Tome. Good. <laughs> I was just man, I wish I could describe just the thoughts running through my head the moment I realized how screwed I was. And I was like, this is gonna be a bad session. That's why I said this specifically is the worst route for you, because even though like spoiler, sorry. In each of the solo routes for each boy, you split off from the group and, like, go on your own path with mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. But it usually involves solving puzzles with the boy, just mm -hmm. you and him alone. Mitarashi's the only one where he's, like, stuck on the boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it makes sense story-wise. I just, if I was, you know, I just think about if I was the director of this game, and I'm I'm, I'm a better game director than KJ and Afune. Check mm -hmm. my resume, all the games I've made, zero. Mm -hmm. I just, I just can't imagine leaving it there. And I know, I know KJ and Afune didn't actually, I don't think, had much to do with this. I think this is just his company writing this and just kissing his ass as they're writing it. Yeah, but, pretty much. But I, I'm putting the blame on him because it's his damn company that helped with this. So, um, so yeah, uh, my expectations for stage five are really low now because unless he just magically gets better, I'm expecting more of this sitting on a boat. Uh, unless I finally say, or he finally says, fuck it, you know, I need to help people and I go with them, but then I lose time with Mitarashi, so what's the point? Exactly. Um, so yeah, my hopes are, are less, but we will see in the next stage. So, outro. This is the third time I've done an outro. Twitters. We have Twitters. Mm-hmm. There below. Mm-hmm. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe. If you're listening on any podcast, subscribe. Podcast app, subscribe. I don't actually know if there's a money button on any of these. Hit one, though, if there is, and support my insanity. I have medical bills I have to pay for for my psychiatric help. Um... <laughs> that yeah. it? That all that goes yeah, into I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. See y'all. Bye. Fuck off, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Get lost, dude.